I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know what's going on. So many things are going on in the world, but we've certainly turned our attention towards what's going on in Ukraine. And there's other places, too, that maybe aren't being reported on. And one of those places would be what's going on in Yemen and, I guess, Ethiopia. And, you know, it's all over. And, and we really have never been living in totally peaceful times. But what I think a lot of us are seeing is that just how uncomfortable how difficult it is and it's hitting us pretty hard and that's probably a good thing because maybe we need to see these things so joy and i talked about this and she thought maybe we should well we should talk to some others and see what they have to say about this so joy melchizedek joining me on our program joy of union how are you hi tj i'm pretty good i'm excited to be here as are we all, I kind of feel the crew, you know. But it's it was interesting, uh, before we started talking, I was reflecting on peace, uh, since that's our theme today. And I'm sure you, as a small child, had feelings about that. And I wanted to just speak a little on the fact that those of us that have a desire for peace, we tend to tap in to songs or experiences or longings or we see pictures of things that hit our heart in a certain way and it brings up the desire for peace. And I know early on in my life, I was 11 when uh, the Vietnam War ended. And I remember I was up in my room after seeing the soldiers being brought out and Cat Stevens was uh, singing Peace Train. And I was crying. I was crying and the longing for peace was so deep in me, even then, that it propelled me and pushed me and supported me to make different decision, decisions in my life along the way. And along the way, I met many others that had feelings like that come up. Did you have anything like that happen? Yeah, I would think uh, it maybe not so much during the Vietnam time, uh, but as I continue to see what were the horrors of, no, I just didn't pay attention to it when I was younger as much. And maybe my mom tried to shield us from those kind of things. But I think, you know, when I started becoming an adult and looking and seeing these things, it just it just was something I, I felt I never wanted to be involved in again, uh, like I have maybe in other lifetimes. And... To, it just, I can't even look at anything violent now. And it just, it hurts my soul. I guess is the best way I can describe it. It just doesn't feel good to me. I have to turn it off. Yeah, I I do not uh, feed anything violent. It's very interesting. I had a a young man here the other day, and he was talking about that and like all this stuff that, He goes and he researches and he digs and he digs and he sees the atrocities and he gets enraged. And 
I said to him, your rage feeds the atrocities. The, the thing is, we, what we look at and nurture, it grows. And unconsciously, we become part of the issue then because the energy is feeding uh, the situation. And a lot of times when I share, I talk about stepping into 5D and what that means is stepping into an energy where the resolution is being lived. Uh, The ones with no names years ago, Flo, she was on the show, they had channeled and they said, if every single person on the planet lives as if peace exists, then you have it. And so for me, I, I take truths that have resolutions, that have something that makes me go, aha. And I put it in like a, in my bag of uh, resolution stuff. And so that caused me to feed my answering machine with the message that peace is an inside job. It's not something that in my experience, um, <clears throat> I came from a history of exorbitant violence. Uh, very early on, I saw things you know, people that can live their lives for a long time didn't see. And um, I'm just sharing that because that caused the drive for peace in me to come up very early and very deeply. So the resolutions for it have to be on the table, you know, during uh, your journey because the things that affect you so deeply are part of the things you're here to bring resolutions to or things you're here to co-create, and those are soul urgings. Um, And I feel blessed because in my journey, I had to step out of that to step into what I do. And so in getting freed up, uh, which I know I jokingly talk about that book of mine, well, it's done. I even have an editor and an artist. The birthing is continuing, TJ. Um, But the book is uh, bringing in uh, ideas on how to live free uh, and live in peace in ways that people sometimes feel... um, they struggle with getting access to. So I think when you and I talk, we come to this very common, unified place where however we got here, the drive for peace is the same. Um, I think it's very interesting how we look at um, a window or a story and we'll see different sides to that story, but it's part of the puzzle um, because the puzzle couldn't be whole without all those sides. So you're with me there. Yeah, and I just want to say also from my end of it, you know, you asked me if I was, if I was, uh, if war bothered me. And to be honest, now that I think about it, not really. 
as much when I was younger because I came from that. And I know that I have this warrior spirit and I lived that many lifetimes. And in my last one, I believe my last one, I was a soldier for the North in the Civil War. And so while, and you told me that I made peace with that and I never wanted to go to war again. And I really felt that. But I still saw the reason for doing it and felt there was some justness to it uh, for a long time in my life. And you don't see the bigger repercussions of that. And so as I got older and more mature, and I think sometimes maybe you do have to defend, you know, you, you can't blame the Ukrainians for what they're doing. But um, now I don't, I don't have any, in, I've let all of that go. I don't have any desire for, and you know, and sometimes maybe you do. You do have to protect yourself. But I just, I've gone from the warrior to more of the gentle warrior. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Got, coming from that, those lifetimes where uh, you fought, and, and I had my share too, and I truly feel that plus the things I saw in this life really propelled me. <clears throat> I feel that any of us that um, who work with the light um, are aware consciously that during this time, Part of our work is about peace. It's how we interact. It's founded in love. So the drive to have a war, to fight, is diminished. It just isn't part of the equation. Um, And that's part of living uh, peace of the heaven that we're meant to bring here. Uh, You hear that sentence, and a lot of times, People see it as a cliche sentence, but it's really, really about living the resolution of of everything here, and that's really kind of heaven on earth. Um, But I'm excited today, too, because I I feel the council um, has um, some things they want to share, and um, I heard we do. And um, I also wanted to call to everyone's attention that during this time um, there are a lot of ways that people are doing work to bring peace to the planet. Um, There are Russian soldiers that have written letters and have spoken, these young, young, not soldiers, but these young Russians, uh, teenagers, young adults, children, uh, thousands have written letters and said that they are not um, into this war. It is not their war. And those are the Russians. And um, there are Iraqi people playing violins in bomb shelters. And people have seen these. And there's a little girl who sings Let It Go in the bomb shelter. And the frequency of peace is so profound in those three scenarios when you see them. And then Soul Support Systems hosted a week-long nightly event uh, that worked with uh, William Marshall. 
he's the greatest knight of all time, and he works with the frequency of grace and light, and a bunch of us got together and did what what we felt called to do to help send peace that way. And then there is T-Shirts for Peace, who for years has been uh, sending out conscious raising T-Shirts and uh, that have little wings on the back for babies. So uh, the inner peacemaker of all children are being honored. And then there's all these light workers that have written books. There's the Peace Pilgrim. She walked the earth and she left messages of peace for years and years. She's gone now. She's on the other side, but her energy is active. Um, there are so, so many. And uh, the Council of One, um, who I just recently <clears throat> started working with, I think it was in 2018, are um, a, a group of uh, the heads of all light councils who have come together uh, in a kind of marriage. Um, And they work from Christ conscious energy and they are, part of their work is to bridge separation and to bring through peace. So they, for four years with me, and I'm sure there's others who channel them, But with me, um, the work we've been doing is uh, trying to set up peace circles and bringing through readings and sending peace blankets where peace is being called in. So I just wanted to say that and give people hope um, and remind everyone that, you know, there are things we can do uh, to live peace in everyday life which gives um, the frequency of life a boost, and it gives people hope. Uh, The more people see any of us live in peace, the more the idea catches on, just like having a garden and feeding the flowers and the vegetables and the fruits instead of the weeds. So... With all that being said, I am going to step aside, and if you're ready, TJ, too, I'm going to have the council come in, and, you know, I'm sure you have questions for them. I I don't think you've talked in a while. Yep, I do. just going to, wonderful. I'm going to take a few deep breaths, and we'll be right there. Okay, and whenever you're ready. And so we have come before you once more. We are the Council of One. And we would like to invite each of you to take some deep breaths and relax and feel the blessings we are intending to send to each of you throughout this day. It is a message of hope that we bring and offer each of you. And it it serves for you each to know that on some level, your souls have been reaching to uh, uh, divide or to uh, embrace 
this energy that we are bringing through for you. And that is why you have come. What we are speaking on today is the principle of peace, not as a possibility, but as a reality. It is an inside job, as the one speaking had offered earlier. And the reason being is because your hearts and souls know what you have come to bring, what you are here to live, and what your purpose is. The way you access your purpose and live your soul's design is aligned with your choice to do so. So, for example, as the ones with no names had spoken quite often through Flo Magdalena, uh, if you say to yourself, I choose peace, your heart, your soul, and your frequencies align with the truth and a reality that you each know you are intended to bring and live from. And the possibilities open out more readily because the alignment invites a door to open so you can each embrace that which you know is not only possible, but what is intended to be. So we are offering and sending to each waves of peace blankets. We send them uh, throughout the world where souls are calling for a resolution to conflict or a war. And in our peace, peace blankets, there are uh, frequency, rainbow frequencies of oneness that uh, enfold all the souls in the areas that are calling uh, for peace and resolution. So these waves and these frequencies drop down wherever need be. We are sending to each of you as well. And what we are offering is an opportunity for you to get on board and to send your own peace blankets anywhere you see discord or conflict and you say, ah, I choose peace. And so that ends it. And I will <clears throat> send out my frequency of peace blankets and be part of the co-creation of uh, oneness in light and order and peace and bringing heaven to earth. Um, and these things that have been spoken of so often through so many uh, are long-awaited ideas and concepts that have profound, lasting uh, effects that are intended to birth during this time, <clears throat> you see your world has, uh, in a very real sense, been crumbling off the things that are not actively working or viable for uh, the populace. They are going away now. And in their place is space. And where there is there is opportunity for new birthings to occur. 
So these birthings that are occurring are the long-awaited dreams that are intended to make reality uh, possible from those dreams. So these dreams of peace and these dreams of compassion become the way to live. They become the new foundation. So just take a deep breath and let yourself be carried from potential to purpose. For that is what is opening just as the flowers of the lotus bloom in the middle of swamps and areas that uh, normally are not viable for growth. It is so that all these things that are intended to bloom now are doing so. Uh, We are here to speak with TJ as well. And so TJ, brethren of our heart and soul, uh, we invite you to converse if you are desiring to do so. I am desiring to do so. Thank you very much. And you know, and I think also it's so spot on what you're saying about what we focus on. We're going to get more of. It's an inside job, but also I can step away and look at what's going on. Not that I don't have compassion. Not that I, because I think in some cases we kind of have to, you have to be like an observer. And I can also see what's going on in a way is truly meant to happen, regardless of any of these. And this is covered more now than it probably ever has been for many different people, people that are actually there. And this is needed almost. Would you agree with that, counsel, to awaken hearts people have chosen to be a part of this to awaken our hearts yes yes and when we say that we say that profoundly so you see there is the yin and the yang so there is what you call the dark and the light they're opposite points it is not a right or a wrong issue it's an opposite point that works as a catalyst to bring about change in its directive energy by introducing what is dying off. So rather than look at what this person is doing and this person is doing wrong, we recommend that you are aware that what is opening out now is occurring because all things have been aligning to present this opportunity for souls to step forward and live this peace now. You see, if there's no counterpoint, then the amnesia or um, the what you call the denial of what needs to shift stays in place and things are dormant. What has occurred is an opening out of frequency, an invitation for souls to step forward and live the new foundation of peace which is active now. There are many doing it already. So if you decide you want to step beyond the ordinary amnesia state 
and step into the full capacity to live purpose of peace, that door remains open and it is expanding. See, along with this needing to occur, what you are looking at, the disintegration of the system, the expansion of peace is active. The heaven people are seeking is birthing herself now. So this is not happening later. This is occurring as you receive it. You see, things are withheld when you don't receive. To receive means to surrender, to open the heart and allow what was perceived as impossible to become the natural way, the natural gift. And to do that, the heart has to stay open to receive. You're with us then, correct? Yes, and uh, that makes so much sense, too, when you make the comment about you're not going to receive it if the heart doesn't stay open. And this is why sometimes people wonder, well, how come it's not happening? And so we are moving in this direction where we are just going to become this. And the more of us that focus on that, I guess my next question was going to be, people should, obviously, if they want if they want this to come forward, how much effort should you put into that? Is it something you do, like a daily meditation? What is your answer to that? Well, as we have spoken and offered, uh, the first thing is choice. See, when you choose it, you acknowledge its possibility that there is hope for it first, right? So you choose and you sit in that state of grace, which is the light, the one, the oneness, and you let yourself receive the peace that you are choosing from inside. So you can do it through a meditation. You can walk the earth. You can sign up for group activity. You can come together and co-create foundational projects from a frequency of peace. Some souls experience great peace in creativity. Some experience great peace sitting with their back against the tree. Whatever activates peace in you, be it a walk, a jog, a dance, the smile of a child, there are activations of peace throughout all of nature. The one speaking and we had just a couple of years ago written a book, a very simple, profound book on ways to live peace in everyday life. So, and it, it has simplicity, the living of it. That is what our approach was and remains in the knowing that there are activations that occur when you access peace. It's as if a light switch is turned on which opens out uh, a light body expansion and it connects you to a larger grid which is already activated in oneness. Some souls say, oh, this happens with um, connecting with 
spaceships and some souls say this happens, these grids are activated, connecting with the Elohim or the goddess or the God or Jesus or Mohammed. It does not matter who, but there are peace grids associated with every divine master that have activation switches that turn on and align one peace grid to another. So you have endless doorways to step into this piece. And when you do so, you step into the larger grids as well. So it doesn't matter if you are Christian or Buddhist or um, uh, any other faith or a walk of life. It doesn't matter if you are religious, spiritual, even agnostic you are able to go into nature and experience peace. When you lay or you float in water, there is a vibration of peace in water. There, so we are encouraging and stretching each of you to also recognize times when you felt that and the ways that you can also open out and receive more. We also want to address the Fae, for they are here, and they say it is our job to support you to open to the sparkles of the magical experience of peace now, that it can be obtainable easier than ever before. They wanted to put in their words to encourage souls to know there are many threads and levels of awareness that are open to support all. All right? Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Thank you. And another one I... You know, it's easy to lose sight, I think, when you see things... uh, or you choose not to watch them, but you're going to gain something um, regardless. And if you're in a position like me where I work in, in this field, I have to follow things, but I can remove myself from them. It, I've learned ways to get to remove myself from some of that. But I think also what, what we lose sight of in this world, you talked about the yin and the yang, um, is that there's a lot of items that are done, a lot of things that are done that are trying to create fear and Sometimes that's the first go-to that we have. And, of course, our media seems to embrace that. It's all part of this illusion. And what would be your advice, on, besides just avoiding those things, but it, it seems like it's our first go-to, isn't it, with so many of us? How do we get around that circle? Well, in this regard, we would recommend for you in particular, because you have access media and you see core issues to things, we recommend that when you are seeing these core issues, you are saying to yourself, ah, there's a cry for a peace blanket. Remember, thought follows energy. Every single thing has energy, right? Everything, everything, everyone, everything has source energy to it, whether it's a sentence that's spoken, a thought, 
anything you see. So if you are sending a peace blanket out to whatever the situation is, whatever the statement is, whatever the conflict is, you alter the chemical components of the energetic frequency of what is occurring. And then peace is imbued into the situation. You see that? Yes. And this, because you are a master, and we do not say this lightly, we are outing you on the air, because time, okay? <laughs> so what we say to you now, you understand this, because you are in mastery. All right? And your soul gets it. It gets it. It always has. And that has been part of your frustration. The others did not see what you saw. Now, you take what would we offer, if you are choosing to, and you send your peace blanket in there. And each time you do that, you are operating a level of mastership that you have signed up to do, which will assist in diminishing inner frustration for you as well. This is true for anyone listening. There is a simplicity in the most profound spiritual event. So this is a very simple act that has far-reaching effects. Marvelous. It's, that's Marvelous. That's wonderful. Yes. And I agree, with yes. I agree with it 100%. I guess my point on it was that so many people will turn towards fear first because that's what is being programmed on them. And, I, and you stated how I should deal with that. But people are afraid of a lot of things, and, and I just my way for getting around that is to just let it go. It's like I always look at it, well, what's the worst that could happen? I return home. So... I guess my point on that was how do we get past not just me, but letting go of that? Well, when you say, I let it go, why don't you add on the statement, I let it go in the peace blanket? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. It cannot... um, affect anything negatively, and it's not only a surrender, it's a surrender to the existence of the peace that your heart and soul understands is meant to be lived now. See, your drive to do what you do hasn't always been what you call strong. There are times you think, oh, I should let go of this or that. Uh, We um, uh, differ in this uh, and understand why you are still there in what you do, although there are times you would say to yourself, why am I still here, this and that. It's because you have access to inner workings of things and you have the ability to bring these things through now in ways that you would not have been able to access before because in the simplicity of the exercises 
there is also a timely factor at play as far as human consciousness. Part of the reason why you are a soul that sees when there is fear in people is because the light that you carry has an energy that makes a reveal possible for them. And when they reveal to you, there is a part of them that is yearning for a resolution and they do not know it. They do not know they are looking. They do not know to ask. But you become, there is a a term in a dimension, it's called uh, a spiritual watcher or a witness. So you see the activation of how the fear presents itself, where the illusion is, what needs to diminish for the truth to be upheld. Now, when you step forward, and you step forward knowing you have the ability to witness and watch, and you are also there in a mastery uh, purpose phase now as well, able to offer in the silence resolution that souls are seeking that they have not been consciously aware of. So there's a game changer for you and many others on the planet during this time. And actually, the game changer is already active. The world has called for the resolution to not just be at hand, but to be activated. And so it is. And so all of us, well, maybe not all of us, because everybody's, everybody, would you say everybody's going to get this or are going to be, are there going to be those that maybe don't want that and maybe are going to be, go somewhere else? Or is this a mess? Everybody wakes up. So while this is occurring, there is something called times of rendering. And this has been spoken of uh, through uh, the One Flow and the One Speaking quite often and in the channels. And during the times of rendering, many, many souls choose to leave the planet. So during times of rendering, this is when there is uh, natural catastrophes and there is what you call this diminishing war that is, um, we want to call it, there is a resolution piece that has been uh, giving people the opportunity to decide peace or potentially that many may leave. And this is not what you call a bad thing. For many, it's a sad thing, and it encompasses um, deep grief. And yet, at the same time, just as you have said, there are many that will choose to leave because they want to go and work on the other side or they want to go into schooling on the other side. So uh, the choice for life and peace um, activates the intention. It turns the circuits on and direct on an unconscious level and actually not truly unconscious. There are souls on a conscious level more and more that say, oh, I'm so tired, I don't want to be here. It's very hard here. 
Um, I've struggled my whole life. I'm done. And they go. And that is okay. There are many light workers that have left and continue to do so because most of them have performed exorbitant feats and they have decided that they can be much more uh, viably present for the grand design from the other side where there is no turmoil or health issues or this manner of thing. So there is a design, as the ones with no names have spoken, uh, that is working, even when it appears like it isn't. We just want to encourage everyone to know that during those times when you see people go, it doesn't mean that things are failing. It means that the design is operating in such a fashion that it may not be visible to everyone that it is so, but it is in accordance with what is meant to happen. So I would, as you stated, which obviously I totally agree, everybody's got their own journey. I look at it this way. They got their own journey, and you have the choice to change it. And I don't know what that journey is. So if they choose to leave, I don't know what their reason is. And if I choose to believe, which I do, that we all go on, and I choose to believe that we all are one, and I choose to believe that maybe even if it's someone close to me, then I have to let them go. Love sometimes is confusing for people, and they think, well, no, but I miss him, and I want him. And it's more like, I love you so much, go do what you want to do. And do you think part of, part of the issue here is maybe we don't understand love? Yes. Now, it's very interesting that you bring this up. The one speaking had a conversation with a dear soul that she calls a best friend. This woman is tired and she's ill. And she said to her, do you want to stay? And she said, yes and no. And Joy's response was, on a human level, I will be pissed if you go. And then she said, on a soul level, I bless your journey and I'll help you do whatever you need to do. And that is the bottom line of what people feel. The human experience. It, is, it has a level of love that has a degree of attachment to it. In the soul connection, the love is so profound, it's unconditional, and then it allows for the letting go. It is important not to deny any feeling, but to recognize that if a soul is going to go, you can be much more present for them if you offer the light and the grace they need to leave. And that is what is going to occur. That learning is more and more on the table. Uh, we smile. The one speaking, she is teaching mediumship classes. And now more than ever, 
more mediums are needed because there are so many souls going. So uh, she responds to that, the need that there are souls that are going to need assistance going home. So all these things are happening now. There is a resolution to everything. Um, Assisting a soul to go home, it brings peace to the soul leaving and it brings peace to the soul assisting. So that is another level of peace work. And that is wonderful. And thank you for explaining that because I've felt that for so long that I think part of the problem is that, or I wouldn't call it a problem, but I think an issue that a lot of people have is is that they they don't truly we're not really told what love is, and I think this uh, peace blanket and and what I would call also a love blanket should go hand in hand, it to make this world change. If we all had that intention, the world would change overnight. But so many of us don't really know. So if you don't mind, and I don't wish to keep you any longer than you wish to stay, of course, time doesn't exist, so you probably don't care. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm we st- are at your service as long as you would uh, ask for our assistance. We are here with you, and we are delighted and honored to be present with and for you. And thank you very much for that. So. Yes. It took me a long time to understand what love, the truer, the higher, if you want to call it, give it a label, a higher love, the love of the ultimate love that we come from. Would you mind if you can find words? Because maybe some people listening don't quite know. We think love is how we feel towards a, a spouse or towards a brother or a sister, a mother, father, a dog, whatever. And that's just a small piece of it, is it not? Yes, well, that is the human experience. That is where you acquire the opportunity to learn to love without attachment. You see, the human love and its expression very often has um, an idea that if you love, it has to come in this way, it has to be in this box or whatever, Love in its purest form, it houses no judgment. It does not hold a container that has a limitation as to how far out you can love. Love is inclusive to all things. Just as the sun shines its light on everything, love uh, involves everything and everyone, regardless of what is said, done, spoken, who, what they look like, it nothing matters. Because the love itself, the essence of love, is in the soul of each soul on the planet. To different degrees it's expressed. Some choose to not express it at all. They choose, uh, they've chosen a life for whatever reason to live the complete opposite of what is perceived or known to be as purest love. So when you think of 
source, whatever name you want to call source or God, and God has many names according to what your connection is. The God itself is love. It does not have um, preconceived notions about withholding its love. It loves at all times. It is a complete frequency. It is a marriage, a union of all things that support the evolution of creation. So what love will do, it will consistently create. It will flower. It will bloom. It will grow. Love is an action fortified from the frequency of love itself. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does, wise ones. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I say that with love because I think a little bit of humor is always, it lifts my heart yes. and, it, and I throw yes. a little bit. Yes. Well, part of your way of loving is humor. Humor. And humor has the frequency of light to it. You know, in our realm, very often, it is the comedians who come home with their wings wide open because they are of the angelic vibration very often. And I, you know, for me, I had this experience, which I've talked about before, from both my parents and also from a human being, but this wave of love shot through me. They were on the other side, and they came to visit. And this is what taught me, purely, the going through the experience of what I believe it is. And it was this pure bliss. It was this joy. And like you said, there was no judgment. And it was just this incredible happiness. I, I can't probably describe it in words. And is, is that what the Creator what source, is that the love we're talking about? So, in, in our perception, if you take the experience and you multiply it by a million, that will give you some concept of how the source energy holds, houses, and manifests waves of love. Your experience was to align you with the wisdom of what true love is because that is what you are partially here to live. And so they came to you with the gift that they were meant to offer to support your purpose, your unfolding, and to assist you to live and know there is no separation. Death cannot separate love. It cannot, it cannot kill it. And it is so with everything. Everything is connected. During these times now, you would do well, or it would behoove you, as that one known as the Third Mary so often likes to say. Uh, recall that love on a daily basis. Because as you do that, you that you would nurture it and it grows and it diminishes fear in the outside conflict. Know that your family walks with you during these times. They are with you always. I thank you. I don't have any more questions at this moment. Is there anything else you would care to say? 
Yes, we would offer for each of you listening to know that love has visited you also and that the peace resides in the love as well. Remember, you walk not alone, that our love and our light and the essence of pure peace remains in your heart and souls. And it is in a state of oneness with us. We are sending a multitude of blessings to all and saying for you, you are blessed, you are upheld in the blankets of peace. And we thank you for your assistance to the one. Go in peace. Thank you. Okay. They sounded like the Catholic priest when they closed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. So I just had to laugh, you know. (laughs) So, and I'm sure we've talked about it before, but when you're doing this, where are you during all of this? Well, it's really funny. I have different experiences at different times. There was this one time I was channeling, and I hadn't channeled them in a while. And I was kind of half hearing them and thinking, oh, my word, I hope they make sense to the people, you know. And then I got to hear the recording after, and I was like, oh, this is good stuff, you know. So that sometimes, that was a very different kind of thing, but that happened. Usually I am... Um, enfolded with them as if their frequency is hugging my cells. And um, there, there is, um, I don't shut my eyes, I don't turn green. Um, I do notice that they, they don't speak the way I do. They have very often their own, pronunci- their own words and ways of pronouncing things. Sometimes um, they want words to come, and I pause because um, they're not used to being in in a human body and and that kind of thing. So they may stumble at times with words, and I at that point can't come up with it because at that point I am not in my mind. I'm just with them, you know. Um, so. It can, and that's my honest reply. I feel, I feel the light with them. I, I, um, I feel their eagerness when they want to get started. Um, I feel their love when they speak. So I feel things, um, and very often I'm just not in in my head at all. I'm just kind of. Uh, step aside is the best way I can put it. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I've heard before from people that channel is that it's not like they're taking over your body, but it's like you're almost you're stepping aside so they can use it. And some people will even say, well, I don't even remember what they said because I was so far removed. But you seem to be very connected to the whole process. Well, you know, there are many times when 
I do readings and I have no memory. I I have had clients come to me and say, oh, you know, and this could have been a week ago, and they'll come and say, you know, in that reading they said da da da, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have any memory. So it's a good thing because, you know, um, us, we don't have to, any of us who channel, it's like we're letting it go. We're not carrying it for anyone, you know? So that's part of what it takes to do readings because if you're, I mean, my God, I couldn't tell you how many people I'd be carrying around with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, I really felt... um, happy and uh, very honored that they came and spoke today. And um, I I felt really good that we, and happy that we got to do this. I, this is, it just feels so important that we get to live the peace that we've been striving to bring for so long, you know. I agree. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm really happy for everyone who was able to get in and listen. And um, I know there are many things opening and will continue to open. So, um, but TJ, I I want to thank you for all the work you do. And I know you do all kinds of stuff people don't know about. So, I want to acknowledge you on behalf of all of us and big guys too and the J-Man and Mary and all the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, but but also as well with you. I mean, I know you're involved in, and you live it every day. And unfortunately for me, I kind of only live it a little bit because I'm caught between what I do at work, which actually, and I guess I do live it every day because I talk to people every day yeah. and I try, to yeah. bring, I try to bring light to them every day. So it's just a little different than what you're doing. But thank you very much, and you're so appreciated, too, for what you do and the gentle way you go about it. And I've worked with you for a long time now, a number of years, and I truly, you know, I've watched you work with people, um, and I like the way you handle yourself and how you handle them very gently and how you've handled me when you've worked with me and helped me as well. So right back at you, sis, right back at you. I love you, bro. Thanks so much. And yes, so I know, I think our time is up for now, but I'm excited to say as well, I got news, TJ. I got things lined up for our next show, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how the planet continues to evolve during this next month, you know. Very cool stuff happening, right? It is. If you can detach from it and see what's going on beyond that, I think, and that's that's kind of what I was trying to bring up, is that yeah. one of the ultimate things to do is learn to detach from things yeah. and let it go. Yeah, because if you look at it like everything is occurring to put it in energetic perspective, it's all aligned. It's all aligned to be in energetic perspective. 
Well, and if I didn't let it go and I didn't detach, I'd be nuts by now. So, boom, there you go. <laughs> anything else? You, anything else you want to? What's sure. that? That you want to add? Go ahead. Yes, yes. I just wanted to say, if you didn't let it go, it would be the same as me letting go of those people I'm channeling for. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's all energetic perspective. So letting go is part of that. Yes, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But. No, that's fine. Yeah. You know, we have, just to explain to the listener, when I talk, and then she talks as well when Joy talks, there's an echo. And this is the way, it used to be with my old phone system, we had a landline. Well, now I talk and then I try to bring my control down, otherwise she's going to hear an echo. So that's why there's a little bit of a gap in between there. And there's nothing I can do about it. It's the way things are set up. But I want you, if you don't mind, please, to have the last few words, if you have something you'd like to say before we wrap this up, Joy. Yes, I want to thank everyone for uh, coming forward and opening out to living uh, the peace that surpasses all understanding. And I send lots of love to all of you, and thank you again, Brother Jesus.